you guys. I'm Luna and I'm joined by none other than my bestest fucking friend, Clive. What's up? Welcome to another episode of We Know You Were Thinking It. And because of that, we're going to fucking say it. So today our topic is the end of the world. Like we said, today we're going to be talking about the end of the world, people. But before we get into that, what's up, Lorna? What's up, guys? <laughs> you excited today? Are you excited? I mean, you can't really be excited about the end of the world, but you know what I mean, right? No, I'm not excited about the end. Of, well, look, I'm going to be dead before that happens. Fingers uh-huh. crossed. But I'm not, I'm excited about exploring how it's going to happen. Let's predict the future, Clive. If I could do that, I would have won the lottery like 10 times over. <laughs> what predictions have you put out in the world? <laughs> Stop saying Zero, because none of them work. <laughs> <laughs> but all my predictions today will be 100% accurate, people. Uh, no, they won't. No, no, they won't. Disclaimer. <laughs> Legal fucking disclaimer. Clive's joking. <laughs> that was a joke, people. <laughs> no, don't sue me. No. <laughs> right, oh, I'd love that people just show up at your door. Clive Moyer, you're under arrest. Wait, what? You said that this is how the world is going to end. And you were right. <laughs> Good. No. <laughs> Look, let's run through the different scenarios mm-hmm. of how the world could possibly end. One major way, which I honestly felt could have happened within our lifetime, because Donald Trump was president at the time, is nuclear war. We had oh, Donald Trump God. for four years with Preach. these hands on the nuclear warhead button it was like there was the red button that said do not touch and he was there screaming the whole time can i touch it can i touch it how about now how about now how about now can i touch it okay maybe now maybe just a little bit i won't push it all the way just can i can i stroke the button it's a pretty red button i think there's a lot of that i just imagined like a whole scenario where it was just basically him and kim jong just playing chicken with each other (laughs) on a skype they be like, ah, I'm going to press it. No, you're not. <laughs> no, but seriously, it was a very, very real risk that she could have just popped off. And the, oh, yeah. I, I did a bit of reading on this, right? We all know, while well, most of us should know, uh, if you don't, U.S. spends basically the most on military expenditure. Last year, 2019, they spent, <laughs> what do you think the number is, Luna? So, pretty sure it's 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 well into the millions. I know for a fact they're upgrade. Well, not for a fact. This is again, this is allegedly. Um, they are upgrading their nuclear system. So I, I think about why well, I'd come across something that say about one trillion U.S. dollars by twenty forty. Yeah, that that's pretty close. Uh, so last year they spent. Eight hundred and forty-nine billion dollars. Wow! Wow! 
Look, let's break it down. So currently they have are... the world. <laughs> People dying. If you care enough for the living, let's make it a better place. Let's make it a better place. <laughs> Feed the world. <laughs> Please, people, like, people are hungry, right? People are dying of starvation. Let, let us help one another with a plate of food, but we're spending it on a weapon. Really? Wow. <laughs> it's crazy, right? The number is just, like, insane. It blew my mind. What makes it worse, right, is if you read, like, some of the research, like, I was looking up Stockholm International Peace Research Institute. They literally need a peace research institute, right? Yeah. So it's recorded the largest annual increase in a decade on military expenditure, $1,917 billion. That's like somewhere in the trillions or quadrillions. I'm pretty sure we're way past those numbers. So oh, many yeah. zeros, they wouldn't even fit on a page. Oh, yeah. Is it necessary? Why do people feel the need that they should protect each other to that point? Do you think that one day we are going to have a world war and everyone's just going to pop off all their nuclear weapons? U.S., U.K., Russia, France, China, everything's going to be flying everywhere and it's just going to be a big kaboom and we're all going to perish. What do you think? What are your thoughts? <laughs> so... I, I think I think it's a real possibility. I definitely think it's a real possibility. And I think countries are using it as a deterrence. The issue I have with that is it's just going to take that one wrong person is going to misinterpret something. <clears throat> Trump. Or... <laughs> Sorry, I was just clearing my throat. <laughs> but no, you, do you get what I mean? Or just decide they want to take matters into their own hands. Or you get that one guy who just wants to be the tough guy in the room, you know. Yeah, and definitely agree. Yeah, pull his dick out. Mine's bigger. That sort of a thing. And it's a real possibility. That's what I think. I mean, so far, how many countries do you have with nuclear weapons? And by the way, let's let's actually let's explain what a nuclear weapon is for those of you that don't know and and then to really understand why this thing is just such a terrifying thing so it creates a very very powerful explosion right and it's essentially like an atomic it's an atomic bomb it either splits the atoms or it joins the atoms together that create massive force of energy that just destroys everything in its path and there's been two atomic bombs that have been dropped before and that's Hiroshima and Nagasaki mm. so that was in Japan that was by the states yeah. so they had that killed like 80,000 people you know more, uh, probably so more it just it that was, was just more. an estimate yeah and the it, effects yeah. are still felt today oh, I yeah. remember watching on news one time when Obama visited Japan and then he met with the president and you could still feel the regret you, you can feel like sorrow he wasn't even president at the time that happened but you can just feel him just accepting and feeling that guilt to like we caused this and it's still oh, being yeah. felt today oh yeah 100 percent. i mean it's the radiation the explosion is one thing right that obviously will destroy buildings and all that other stuff yes it will take life but it's it's the aftermath of that right it's mm -hmm. It's the radiation poisoning that people have to live with for years. So the one, yeah, 80,000 died for Hiroshima, about. And then the Nagasaki, more than 70,000 died. But then also we've got to count in 
the people that then landed up suffering with the radiation and then dying because of that as well, or people being born with defects and da 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 da, or because of that. But yeah, like I was saying, there's nine countries, right? I think that were yeah. nuclear weapons: the states, the UK, Russia, France, yep. Yep. China, India, yeah. Pakistan, Israel, and then North Korea. Yeah. I read uh, China leads uh, second, basically, in military spending, around $261 billion, around that. And the, the, the spending just keeps going up year by year by like 5%, 6%. But this, but this is this is what's interesting, right? So there is, there is this treaty called the NPT, so the Non-Proliferation of Nuclear Weapons Treaty. And the whole point of this treaty, it's supposed to prevent the spread of nuclear weapons and promote disarmament. Of it essentially. Mm. So there's only certain countries that are allowed, well, yeah, that are allowed to hold nuclear weapons. But even though they are allowed to hold them, they're supposed to be they're supposed to be reducing the number of nuclear weapons that they have. But what people suspect is actually happening is yes, you're reducing the number of nuclear weapons that you have, but they believe they're also updating the ones that they do have as well. So the little that they have, they're updating. So I I think there shouldn't be any of this stuff. No one should have them. But the reality is they're not going to give them up. They just will not give them up. Because even, I think it was the, there was, I think there were some countries in the UN that had put forward the proposal to actually completely get rid of nuclear weapons. Yeah, there were about 100 countries that signed up to it. 100 countries endorsed it. But then... Not surprisingly, the US, the UK, France and Russia boycotted the treaty to be weapons free. They weren't going to do it because they turned around and said, yeah, but the point is there there are deterrents, there are deterrents. So the fact that people still want to hold on to this stuff means they're keeping it for potentially one day. It might come in handy. Why are we trying to destroy cities for I remember watching a series that I used to watch, right? And then the guy basically said, the whole reason I build such a huge army is so that no one will even dare think of challenging me. And I think that's basically what nuclear weapons are, that if if shit does pop off, you know that you can't mess with this person, right? Because if we do, we're just going to be wiped, like, gone, completely off the face of the earth oh, in yeah. a second, like squashing oh, a yeah. bug, basically. Oh, so yeah. in the deterrent fact, I feel that it is that. And all you need is like small catalyst to start all this stuff up. Like, you know, that whole Iranian scientist that got I was killed. About to say, yeah, that, that, that was just recently. But not even just that. What about that military general guy that the, oh, yeah. the US killed? Do you remember? So that it's little things like that that are just going to land up sparking something. That it, it's, gonna, it's going to spark something. The more you think about it, the more you get into it the more I actually think it's actually, it's quite scary. It you is. know how Trump is turning around and calling, you know, head of North Korea, what is he calling a rocket boy and all this stuff? Are you mad? <laughs> Are you mad? Why I mean, are you they were posing, the bear? <laughs> I mean, they were posting for pics together, so I think they're pretty cool now. <laughs> Who knows? Uh-huh. Trust them to get along. <laughs> <laughs> so true. No, let's table nuclear weapon. We know that that's a huge risk. But let's go it's on to another much vein. Very possibility. Yeah, uh, let's go into another vein of that bio warfare. You know, biological weapons. What do you think in terms of that? How how, how big a threat in terms of ending 
the world a civilization? Do you think someone could weaponize that or it could escape from like some lab somewhere? What are your thoughts there? So I think biological warfare is a greater threat than nuclear warfare. A million percent, I think that. Because with nuclear warfare, I feel like you'll know which country did it. Oh, it was you. It was (laughs) you. We've seen it launch, you motherfucker. (laughs) So you'll know who it is. The thing with biological warfare is undercover. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's undercover. You're not going to know where it came from. One. Two, this shit will not just affect a city. It has the potential to affect the world. Right. So yeah. it, this is this is huge and it's not going to be expensive. Right. Biological warfare is not it's not expensive. True. In fact, it's cheaper than what you call these things. Nuclear warfare. Yeah. yeah. It's so much cheaper than that. And any disease, we're genetically modifying things. Right. Yeah. It just takes releasing it to one person. Make, maybe it's one of those ones that, you know, are airborne or whatever the case is. And yeah. that's it. And then how do you stop it? You, can't. you know, just, I think we can see widespread. Exactly. We can see from the current environment that we're in, we're a social species. So it will spread. And I just feel like that is probably a greater threat right now because you won't always be sure about who created it. Right. Because let's give a, a random example. Let's say this is all hypothetical, by the way. Yeah, they they trying to get sued. Let's say they release something or inject somebody or open a little bottle that's got this weird little smell that somebody's like, ooh, sis, thinking somebody farted. Meanwhile, it wasn't a fart. It was it was a biological weapon. And it then starts spreading. Let's say it starts in, I don't know, Mauritius, right? And then it starts to spread and spread and spread. And so it goes all over the world. Just because it started, it, 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 the first case was in Mauritius, doesn't mean that it was the Mauritian government. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do you figure out where it came from? I think people are going to use it. I, and I'm, I'm scared, Clive. I'm scared. It's really hard. And you even think that sometimes it might not be someone intentionally trying to release this virus, but oh, yeah. it could be someone uh, unintentionally yeah, or accidentally just release a virus into the open. Like, you know, in the beginning of the whole pandemic, when people were still like scrambling around and trying to figure out where it was and was it created from a lab or did it escape from a lab? I remember reading an article by the Washington Post done in like April 2020. With this article, one of the biggest takes that I got from it, it was this pandemics expert, Daniel Lucy from Georgetown University. This man dropped bars on me. You know that meme with the kids just like, oh, straight off he said it. <laughs> he goes, in my opinion, the virus came into the market before it came out of the market. So oh. it raises questions where it's like someone can just accidentally bring in this virus. Because if you look at where the Wuhan Institute of Virology or the Wuhan Center of Disease Control and Prevention and all that, mm. they're both located very close to like seafood markets. Oh, yeah. Like one of them is like eight miles away and the other is right around the corner. So yeah. it's very likely that in such circumstance, I'm not saying this is where it came from. These are all hypotheticals, people. <laughs> yeah. But in such situations, something can just break out and you don't even know where it really came from. It might not even be intentional, accidental, and boom, you've got another pandemic on your hands. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think also just to add on to that, it's like, for example, smallpox as well. That was eradicated, right? Yeah. No more smallpox. 
Woo! Great. But it's alleged that the states and Russia still keep frozen, like some stocks of smallpox. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Uh, it's why? definitely not to weaponize it. Like I'm listening to me, people. It's not to weaponize it. No, let's pray they don't. But the point is, why? Why? I, some somebody explain to me why? Why are you keeping this thing? Right? To research and, and, it for fun and not to weaponize it. Uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but the point is, fine. Let's let's go with they researching it for fun or whatever the case is. Okay, cool. But I don't see what you need to research it for. We've defeated it. Why are you trying to bring it back? Why why are you trying to hold on to it for what? For who? So the point is now, what if what if that accidentally got out, or what if that accidentally got into the wrong hands? Then what? She's gonna pop off. I'll be seeing Jesus. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'll see Jesus, so I hope I do. But I'm you know, see Jesus. That's all I'm. Saying. I'm definitely gonna see Jesus. I'm I've a done some things in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some things, Lorna. Things the human being should not see or do. <laughs> Beg for repentance, Clive. <laughs> But no, <laughs> I do think biological warfare is, is I, I, I would think biological warfare would perhaps be more likely than nuclear warfare. Yeah. Look, we'll do a tier list at the end uh, and then try and figure out after we have this and after our brain farts, uh, see <laughs> what we think in terms of which one would be most likely. Global pandemic. We are currently... Uh, we've gone through it forever. I feel like it's literally been forever. People have a lost year. a year. A yeah. year. Mm. And it might be pushed up till like next year as well. Uh, who knows? We'll only know once we see the results of the vaccine. Yeah. But until then, it's still question marks. There have been a lot of other pandemics throughout history, right? I mean, even Bill Gates, he did a TED Talk in 2015 uh, called the next outbreak we're not ready and when 2019 came and the COVID came we weren't ready we definitely were not ready we were not ready people we were not ready but what pisses me off is so you know Obama had uh he had had like a team that had been set up to monitor shit like this and I believe Trump disbanded it this is a waste of money. We don't need to worry about this. <laughs> if we if we face it, we'll deal with it when it comes and we'll make the greatest cure <laughs> that the world has ever seen. <laughs> you sound just like him. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so sad. <laughs> no, but that, that's probably what he said. When he came into office, he basically just scratched everything, whether it was good or not, or he took mm -hmm. the time to understand what was in place. And he just wanted to scrap it and kind of create his own legacy, uh, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Scratched a couple of things that were good for a lot of other people. And I mean, like you said, scratching something that was already prepared, meaning like people had a team dedicated to be like, we need to be ahead of the curb. And 
I don't know. Did do other places have it, or was it just like the U.S. that you read about? I think it was just the U.S. But I, I mean, look, Bill Gates must be, you know, involved in some other stuff like this because he's been on about it for years. So I'm pretty sure there's other countries or organizations that look into this stuff regularly. I know in China as well, they do have a task force that look into this stuff as well, because it is a real possibility. You know, there's 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 so many viruses out there that I think we don't know about or haven't had the opportunity to jump into humans. Yeah, I know it's coronavirus. I mean, let let's face it, it tried twice. There was the SARS, then there was the MERS, and it just took this one, which was from the same family, to make the jump. So there's more. I don't think for a second that there's not. There definitely is. Where it's gonna come from next? So, How bad Lorna, it's going to be? I don't know. You're telling me that not only do we have to worry about nuclear warfare uh-huh. or bio warfare uh-huh. created by humans, uh-huh. but we also have to worry about nature creating viruses to take us out. Damn straight! Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Jeez. Help me, Jesus! <laughs> Help me! <laughs> but yes, we do. We do have to worry about it. It's messed up, but. It's either we're going to kill ourselves or Mother Nature's going to do it for us. Mother Nature's been trying and we're just not doing anything to kind of, we're just making it worse, right? She's been talking well, leading. You don't want to listen. Yeah. She's like, all right, <laughs> I'm going to make you listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Let's look at like climate change and stuff like that. A lot of people believe that it doesn't exist. A lot of people do. It's two factions just fighting each other and be like, everything you say is a hoax. World leading climate scientists have been warning for like a couple of years and saying basically we've got about 12 years, right? That's what they believe to limit global warming before the damage is basically irreversible, before we just mess things up so bad that future generations won't even have a chance to fix it. Yeah, I mean, so climate change is definitely something I think people have been going on for a really long time. I think it's real. I definitely think it's real. And I and I think it's one of those things that is gradually creeping up on us. Was the earth made to have cars and factories and all that other stuff? No, it wasn't. You know, we were supposed to be running around naked, lighting fires with stones and sticks and stuff, <laughs> not doing all the stuff that we're doing. Maybe the world the world just isn't able to handle that. And I, I, I think we've got to think of more energy efficient ways to do things. Water levels are rising. That's been proven. Yeah. At some point, the ice is going to melt. What happens to water levels all over the world? That's going to go up. How high? Listen, I don't know. Okay. All I know is I want to be on a mountain by the time that's happening. Mountain. You think it's a mountain? We've got Elon Musk. He believes that there's going to be a catastrophic world ending event that will occur on Earth, right? Basically, our end game scenario where we say she's going to pop off. We don't know what it is and the world's going to just be destroyed. So that's basically what all SpaceX is about, looking for new planets to settle on. That meeting must have just been like, all right, guys, we don't this up all right we need to find a new planet to settle on and by settle i basically mean colonize yeah or let's just build noah's ark again 
I mean, and let's just hop on the boat. But just every country's got to build their own boat. The only issue with that is not everybody's going to be able to get on the boat. So we need we need to figure this out. Or we need to get off land and start building, well, which we've already started doing. I mean, they did it in Dubai, right? They built that island. We need to start building mm. islands. Maybe that's the next step. And, and we're just going to live life on water. But then but look, what if the world the overheats? Is... What if, what if, no, what if the whole world just overheats? Yo, it starts I... off with so much water and then it starts overheating and then there's no more water and then now we're thirsty. Are we going to be making our own water? I always think of it as like this dystopian state that you always see in like these movies where like a glass of water or something, a glass of water or coffee is what they always go to. I don't know why coffee is just such a rare commodity. And then it literally costs like $10,000 for basically a glass of water. I feel like that's where we're headed. That's I mean, I was in Australia. I was in Australia during that whole time of the bushfires. And I swear it was hot. Lorna, like. 42 to 45 degrees there were times when i would walk outside because there was the whole bushfires in like the blue mountains and all that Mm -hmm. such a beautiful place destroyed and you just see clouds i'd wake up going to work clouds of smoke just coming your way or you'd see like the whole cloud cover just covered it wasn't even cloud it was just literally smoke covering the thing going the trains going through just felt like you know when you're just going through a fog yeah fog of smoke Wow. But this is the thing, right? So uh, climate change is leading to ecological collapse. I mean, look at that. Forest bush were being burnt down. Other places you've got, you've got lakes drying up. Yeah. That's ecosystems that are being destroyed. And the whole world is an ecosystem in itself. And within that ecosystem, there are, there are many ecosystems and all of those work together to make life what it is. And the moment they start to break down, the whole thing's going to end up breaking down. So I don't know. You said 12 years. I don't know if it's going to happen in 12 years. Look, I, I have no idea if 12 years is the time frame. I don't know if it's going to be 50 years, if it's going to be 120 years, if it's just going to be tomorrow and the world's like, ah, eh, I'm done, people. I'm going to burn up now. I don't know. Right. I think also it depends on the sun. If the sun decides to start, you know, acting up and shooting out more rays that are going to affect us. Maybe it's going to speed up the whole thing. But climate change is real. That is definitely one way that the world can end. Look, it's a huge debate around the 12 years. One thing that is kind of a fact that can't be disputed is that there have been an exponential rise in the temperatures. So basically, if you read and you see the research that's been put out there, what used to take like thousands of years um, is now taking like decades in terms Mm. of the rising in the temperatures. So that's a scary fact. So whether it's 12 years or 100 years, things are generally just heating up. It's just moving a lot quicker than it should be. It's going to catch up and it's not going to be fun. Agreed. Let's leave climate change. (laughs) Another potential way that we could be taken out by Mother Nature, but this time pretty much our fault. What about the way the dinosaurs apparently went out? Do you think we could get like an asteroid smash into Earth and just take us out? Or like even an alien invasion (laughs) from the last episode where they come for what we have. And Will Smith, like you said, is not going to save our (laughs) us. But I'm going to die hard like Bruce Willis. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know why I said that. But Bruce Willis might save us. Bruce. (laughs) Save me. 
Oh my god. Well, the thing is, right? I think it's very possible because and this is something that they 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 monitor, right? They do monitor potential asteroid meteor impact situations that come our way. So we were almost hit, by the way, FYI people, we were almost hit. There was something coming Earth's way. I think it was last month or or the, or the month before. There was something coming our way. It missed us by a couple million miles, which to you may sound like, well, Luna, that's really far. What the hell are you talking about? But the point is, it's still within our hazardous parameter. So it did almost hit us, almost, <laughs> but it didn't. And it turns out that that was a, a something we built. It oh, was a yeah. satellite. Um, I don't know what satellite thing, but something that was previously built and it's floating around in, in, in space. Now we're just messing up space, too. Like Earth we're, wasn't we're, we're polluting Earth. We we were yeah. done polluting Earth. That were like, yeah, let's just, let's, let's just pollute space. space. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of space in space. <laughs> so you know, space in space. What is wrong with you people? But <laughs> no, those yeah, asteroids I, are scary. No, I think the thing is, it is it's a real, real, real possibility. It it's happened before. Who's to say it's not going to happen again? This is the thing. We can't control meteors and all that stuff. But isn't space, isn't there a program that's happening where they would like to intentionally crash some sort of space thing that we build into a meteor to see if it works? Because I assume that's going to land up being our defense in the future. Uh, That would be cool. Look, I don't know anything about that or the kind of knowledge. I would have from such a possible solution is from a series that I used to watch. And basically (laughs) it was an asteroid about to hit Earth and they tried smashing something into it. But then they realized that if you smash it at a wrong angle, everything has to go perfect, Lorna. Everything has to be perfect because if you smash it wrong, it might small into smaller bits that are just going to just break up and still come at you hurtling just in different directions as opposed to like the initial impact. What I read, though, what was interesting is that if an asteroid hits, right, and you don't die, right, you're one of those lucky people that didn't die, the dust and the rising smoke from that impact can lift up into the atmosphere and basically prevent the sunlight the sunlight that we get to Earth from passing through, which would lead to temperatures dropping again. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you survive the asteroid, and now you're just going to be frozen to death? Like, I mean... Well, look, no. I mean, it depends where it hits. No, I think it depends where it hits. If it hits, you know, a certain part of the world, there's still the other part of the world that's fine. You know, just go there. Get some, get some warm stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I mean? But yeah, so, oh yeah. So this this object, this object that almost hit Earth, this was, it was headed our way. On the 2nd of November, it came close to hitting Earth. Wow. Yeah. I haven't read, I didn't so even it know It was that. an I asteroid and, it, and it's called, it's called 2018 VP1. So it was small though. It was small, but yeah, it would essentially, if it, if it came into the Earth's atmosphere, it would have disintegrated on impact and burnout and all that stuff. But what if something is really big and does hit? It's Look, it's possible. So not only is there the possibility of us as a human race killing each other or my, my, Mother Nature killing us, uh, <laughs> there's now our, there's the universe to contend with. Uh, we just got everyone gunning for us. And we think yeah, we're so it's special, interesting right? that you say <laughs> that because what if we create something that's going to kill us? But that is that is nuclear warfare and... and, and, and um, 
biological warfare. That is us killing us. Oh, but now I'm thinking about something that we think is going to help us. What if we, at some point in our lifetime, or you know, the human race's lifetime, create some sort of AI that will basically go terminate on your ass? Listen, the way it's going is possible. You think it's robots possible. will take over the world? Oh yeah, oh yeah. The problem is we want to make them intelligent to the point where they they think to do things themselves. Oh, that would be the worst. Then what? All of a sudden they get offended with the way we talk to them. That's it. Bam, gone. And the problem is we want to make them feel. You know, you got to feel feelings. You got to feel feelings. Oh, okay. Now they're offended. Now what you gonna do, huh? As much as that's one of the biggest things that make us what we are, human, right? It's one of the things that just make us such a liability <laughs> to <laughs> like emotions are just such a big liability to a robot that thinks logically would he would not make the same calls a human would, right? A human would literally risk the entire population of the U.S. right to save one person, for example, because they love that person. A robot would not. Hundred percent, but sometimes you do those things for the good of everybody else, if that makes sense. It's like yes, you can risk everyone to save one person, but on the other hand, everyone can turn away and say, "I'm not going to help this person." But you always have one person to show compassion and 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 be there and help somebody that can make a huge difference, not just in that person's life, but on an international scale, whatever that case might be, and. A robot would be like, "Fuck you, die." Exactly. But that see, but that's the problem, though. That's the problem. Sometimes we need compassion. Sometimes in this, in order for this world to 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 move forward, in order for us to grow, we need to show compassion. You know. Look, I definitely get where you're coming from, but just like in a scenario where it's just like us versus like some sort of AI kind of robot. Let's be real. You know, as smart as we think we are. We're only we're good as our hardware. <laughs> we're not that smart, but then it's like we're only as good as our hardware. And let's be real here: our hardware is shit compared oh, yeah. to like you know a super smart AI that would outsmart us on like financial markets, like invent tech and weapons that our baby brains wouldn't be even able to understand or comprehend. I kind of liken it to like if I was like to build like a time machine one day which I might, who knows, and go back to like the 1900s with like all of the tech that I have right now, even though it's not that great, right? Clive, you would be a is only god. I know, right? You would only be a hundred years. Imagine all these hoes that are going to be running off to you. Oh my god, Clive. Like, yeah, oh, Clive! 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 Oh, hi, Clive! <laughs> Oh my god, you would be such an asshole. <laughs> what do you mean I'll be an asshole? What are you talking about? I'll be like hundred percent legit. You would be such an asshole. You'd be taking people's wives. I I know it already. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like because truth. in that time you'd have more than one husband and wife. So <laughs> we would just share. We would just be open and happily sharing. <laughs> I think oh maybe god. in the future this is the present if the you future, went to the, the future time. you'd be a I went to the you'd, past. You'd just be useless no but if i went to the past i may have invented woogies then <laughs> with that whole sharing comment what oh my god i'm pretty sure they they existed 
Oh, nah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they were freaky. They existed. Nah, I'm pretty sure I'd be pretty useless in the future as well if we haven't been taken out by like AI. <laughs> no, you'd definitely be useless in the future. Like you'd be the uncool kid in the future because hey. you'd just be so stupid and so backwards. But if you went in the past, oh my god, you'd be praised. But look, if you think of it in in the context of like where things are headed, we've got Elon Musk, and he, oh, this guy is just like. A visionary, man's you out there trying to. Side, don't you? Huh? Said、so、you love him, don't you? I do. He, he's a very smart person, very very intelligent, and he basically rants like Kanye. What's not to love? <laughs> him and Kanye could be best friends. Like I swear, they are. Didn't he endorse him? He endorsed Kanye for his run, and then Kanye went on a rant, and then he imagine if they、that. start fighting. Oh, that would be just like an all-out Twitter war. I'd be all eyes for that. Pull out the popcorn. <laughs> Put my feet up on that couch. <laughs> oh God, yeah. But look, it's like he's building the chip right with Neuralink, and the whole reason behind that is because he does. You know, he thinks the world is going to end, and he also thinks the world might end from AI because he basically likens it to summoning a demon. So the whole Neuralink thing is that eventually we can put a chip in our brains, so we can just be as smart and process things as smart as an artificial intelligence would. Yeah, I mean, would you no, want to be、I、a think... half robot, half human? No, I don't. No, I don't want to be half robot. Definitely not. I'm happy being. Just be a chip in your brain. You wouldn't have like metal boobs. Don't worry. Clive, I don't want to be controlled. Fair point. Fair point. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we're already controlled enough as a species by our own. I don't need that level of control. That's an abusive relationship. <laughs> no, it really is. That would just be an abusive relationship. No, I don't. I don't want to be half robot or anything like that.、Um, I don't mind stepping in a robot suit and being like Iron Man. That part I can do. Yeah, see, I could do that, but I definitely don't want to be half robot. No, I mean, why doesn't he spend all his money figuring out how we can live forever? Then why doesn't he do that? Because fine, you can take us to Earth to another planet. We're still going to die anyway. Oh no, maybe he's probably trying to figure out like some sort of hyper chamber, or you know, that hyper sleep. You know, a certain show you told people to watch.、Oh, <laughs> Spoilers.、Yeah. <laughs> you guys watch that show. Yeah. Well, it's called Another Life. Yeah, just the second time she's telling you. I have watched it by now, and it is not bad. I enjoyed、See? it. I enjoyed myself.、See? I binged it in two days. See, I binged it in a day. It was good. That thing had AI. That AI had feelings, and he、oh, made yeah, the yeah, right so... decision, didn't he? Yeah.、Listen. Yeah. He was also jealous at points, though. <laughs> he was literally a human being. <laughs> That's what happens when you make robots feel stuff. That's、Don't、what happens. Shit. All right, Clive, hit us up with the fact of the episode. The fun fact. Tell me, tell me, tell me. All right, people. Fun fact. Lorna, do you know what a shooting star is? It's a star that fucking shoots, Clive. That's what a shooting star is. Okay, it flies in the air. It's like, whoo! Look at me. That's a shooting、yeah. star. What is it?、Hopefully. It's basically when Earth passes through a comet's path, right? Those tiny pieces of rocks and mineral break up and enter Earth's upper atmosphere. They literally just burn down as they go, which gives you that look, like you know, a little shooting star passing by. That mommy used to say, "Make a wish." 
Is that what your mom used to say to you? No, but yeah, I wish she did. I used to see it in movies and I kept waiting. I was like, no, never gonna happen. Never gonna happen, happen, happen. seen a shooting star yeah i've seen a couple i've seen a few they're quite common it was really cool though i remember whenever we'd go obviously like to like rural areas and stuff where there's absolutely no light and you look into the sky and you see like when i say you see just the milky way and all this just gorgeousness in the sky are you talking about africa obvious nowhere else you know why it's beauty Oh my God, like, because when I was in Australia, anywhere else, right? Basically, I don't know what it's like in the you UK. See, you don't you see the light. You can't compare the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, because, it's because of too much, there's too much light. So you can't see the stars. People, listen to me. Go to Africa, okay? And at night, look up in the sky. Like, just if you want, just take a blanket or a throw or whatever it is and put it on the floor or put it on the hood of your car, lay down and just look at the night sky. It is the most beautiful thing you will ever see, particularly when you go further out of town. It is beyond stunning. Honestly, it is the number of stars that you see in the sky and your mind just takes flight you get to that realization of oh my god that i'm look i'm staring into space i'm staring into the universe i'm looking into our galaxy it's incredible and then you just see all these the colors and oh my god i miss hope but it's it's stunning absolutely stunning and you do see shooting stars and now to find out thank you clive for your fun fact that it's actually little meteors that are hitting into earth and just burning up so it's like wow wow two thoughts that's how many times every time i see a shooting star i'm like we just dodged the bullet there (laughs) you know (laughs) thank god it didn't hit earth (laughs) but look yeah no definitely hit earth that's the problem (laughs) i second what she said not about the comet hitting earth but basically about the beauty of the stars in africa yeah can't have said it any better myself but Nona before we end this episode let's do a quick tier top three how do you think the world is going to end okay for me first it's going to be a global pandemic or biological warfare and then it's going to be alien invasion and then there's going to be a nuclear war and then it's going to be artificial intelligence okay that's what I think How about you, Clive? You know what? Because I'm so scared about, like, our curiosity of the human race and them always trying to open Pandora's box, I'm going to go with artificial intelligence, number one. Mm -hmm. Mm. I'm going to go climate change, number two. Mm -hmm. Asteroid impact and then alien invasion, because I do think aliens are going to come and take us out. global pandemic i feel like we're gonna take things a lot more seriously from from now on uh more funding will go into things and hopefully we'll stop things before they hit the fan then we're gonna go new you know what i'm gonna put artificial intelligence and nuclear warfare on the same on the same number one spot i can't i can't choose between those two lastly biological warfare that's fair that's fair clive yep Guys, thank you for tuning in and listening to our shit. 
we, <laughs> we hope you had fun listening to this episode of We Know You Were Thinking It. Let us know how you think the world is going to end. Give us your tier list. Uh, tear us up with your thoughts. If there's anything you want to let us know or add, please do let us know. Yay! Anyway, guys, we'll catch you on the next one. And you definitely want to tune in for our next episode. You need to know this shit, okay? Like, real talk, I'm, I'm going to tell you this because me and Clive care about you. We, 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 we're yes, we do. Of, we're trying to keep you out of jail, okay? So, for real, tune in. You you want you want to know this. Yo, later guys. Thanks again for listening. Bye.